Hello, welcome to Capes and Japes, the podcast where we definitely get our clap timing right at the start of every single episode. You Mostly. can't prove that we don't. <laughs> uh, we have been doing this for almost, years. Almost four years? Is that right? I think so. What year? Wowzers! Now, see, it's fun because our anniversary is on January 4th first every yes. single year so it's a very easy one to remember but remembering which january 1st is more difficult yes we are getting close to 200 episodes which would be four years worth of episodes that's so many that's so many episodes and so many superheroes and there's still more of them there's, out there. There's so many that we haven't talked about. Even like mainstream ones. I I knew Absolutely. that this was I knew that this podcast had like some longevity to it when we started. Did not uh fully process the amount of longevity it has. I truly figured after, like, maybe the first year or two, like, we would have to pivot to be, like, now, like, oh, this week we're talking about, like, specific storylines or, like, you know, whatever, which we could still do. I didn't think there were enough superheroes to last us <laughs> 200 episodes, but there are. It's truly buck wild. Anyway, which ones are yeah. we talking about today? Um, today we uh are going to talk about a few of them, uh, because they're all um small and they can fit into one episode. We're gonna touch on some uh some various other atoms and Adam like characters. Um. Adam Associates. The full every atomic time, table, if you will. Yes. Every time it's, I like, I don't know if this is specifically, like, my New England accent, or if this is, like, a general kind of American accent thing. Every, I say the word at Adam, but also the name Adam, exactly the same. So we are not talking about people named Adam. We are talking about a Tom. The at a Tom. We are talking about a Tom. Yes. <laughs> you imagine you're the Adam, and you introduce yourself like, "I am a Tom." Everyone's like, "Oh, it's like a spooky kind of like God <laughs> man." You're like, "No, I just, I just, I just didn't want people. To I get, get confused. very small." Yes, that's my thing. Mine. Uh, I am the Atom. <laughs> <laughs> really gotta enunciate uh, the T, and I do have to put the the in the beginning, otherwise people just think that I'm saying my name is Adam. <laughs> I what is, what is I these just, guys should be named Adam. That would be fun. I just looked Confusing. up and I noticed that my calendar is still on May. Oh boy. <laughs> it's been that that kind of year. Uh anyways, so the first Adam, the original Golden Age Adam, uh, we touched on briefly when we talked about uh, Ray Palmer, but the original uh, Golden Age Adam first appeared in uh, 1940 um, in All-American Comics, which was one of the titles that would eventually become DC. Uh created by uh Bill O'Connor and Ben Flinton and his he did he did not he did not have any superpowers his th the reason he was the atom uh was because he was a uh college student who was 5 foot 1 and was constantly uh bullied for being so extremely short, so he decided to get extremely tough and strong, and then also fight crime. I just, like, I'm 5'2". 
I don't think I've ever been bullied for being short. <laughs> I, I've known people my height who were not bullied for being short. What was the golden age like? What was it like? I mean, also, like, maybe it's like, like, maybe it's, like, a cis guy thing to be insecure about, or maybe it was just, like, the 40s, but, like... I don't know. I have, a, I have like, a cis guy co-worker who is, like, either my height or 5'3", I cannot remember right now. And it's, like, it, I don't... Really? He's fine. It, the, the, <laughs> are you sure the fact of his height has never incensed him so much that he had to make a costume and learn how to punch really good i mean i never asked um oh maybe Maybe he has a secret double life yeah um maybe i'll just shoot him a text (laughs) hey i haven't talked to you since our venue closed down because of the global pandemic but uh (laughs) (laughs) quick question (laughs) quick question were you ever bullied for your height (laughs) asking (laughs) asking for a friend um this this Al Pratt apparently was, uh, and he, uh, sought out a retired boxer named Joe Morgan, who also, uh, trained several other Golden Age superheroes how to fight. So this guy just retired from boxing and his new career path was just teaching superheroes to fight. Um, which is funny to me. Um, I like the idea that multiple unrelated superheroes all have the exact same fighting style because they were all trained by this one old boxer. <laughs> uh, but he uh, learns how to fight. Uh, he joins the JSA. He's one of the founding members. Um he uh is also on the all-star squadron um which is like uh like it was a 1980s book that depicted the adventures of like golden age superheroes in the 40s during world war 2 um he uh has a love interest named uh, Mary James, uh, who is part of the reason that he wants to get, uh, buff and and strong and, uh, powerful is to impress this girl. Um, they later give him a different love interest, and, uh, it's not really explained, so it seems like maybe they just renamed his love interest. Uh, possibly Mary James was confusing because, uh, of, I don't know, Mary Jane in Spider-Man? Um. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but he, uh, goes, uh, goes on adventures, uh, with the JSA and somewhat on his own, uh, throughout the 40s. He does, um, at some point get some degree of super strength uh due to a supervillain named uh cyclotron um who uh was like basically like kidnapped and experimented on and forced to become a supervillain um and ends up sacrificing himself uh, and over the course of the battle, uh, the Adam gains superpowers from his exposure to Cyclotron's radioactive powers. Um, so makes makes the name the Adam fitting in more ways than just he's a short guy. Um, but also it's just uh, radioactivity that uh, makes you really strong. Um, he also uh redesigns his costume in like cyclotron's memory um he so during the silver age he shows up uh in as like part of 
the Earth 2 group of superheroes, uh, Ray Palmer sometimes goes uh, back and forth uh, to visit him. They make this version of him, they, uh, he's a, like, professor of nuclear physics, uh, which was not the case before, um, but I think was possibly done to give him more, uh, parallels to the, uh, current Adam. Um, and then he, uh, shows up a few times with the JSA, uh, wherever they kind of, like, crop up on Earth 2, um, until, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, where after that they, um, get rid of the JSA by saying that, um, Adolf Hitler tried to start Ragnarok and the JSA entered, like, a pocket dimension in order to stop him. Okay. And then just got stranded there, I guess. All right. Uh, which is, I mean, of all the ways you could write your team out of continuity, it's, uh, it's certainly one of them. Yeah, I don't know if I would have gone that route. Um, actually, I am 99% sure I would not have Unless, yeah, like, same. that 1% that is, like, someone was making me. <laughs> someone had a gun to my head. Yeah, yeah, no, I would go that route to save my life. But <laughs> otherwise... <Yeah. laughs> um, he is, uh, he's killed during, uh, Zero Hour in the 90s. Um, and I believe has stayed dead since then uh besides showing up as like a black lantern or like in the afterlife or like in people's dreams or whatever um he does have uh it it's later revealed he had a uh godson um who uh is Albert Rothstein uh the Atom Smasher. Uh, though at first, when he first shows up, he goes by uh, Nuclon. Okay. And you and you K L O N. Yeah. No, this is my son. This is this is one of yeah. the, this is one of the yeah. people that I adopted. Well, that uh, to get through Crisis on uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Or was it yes. Millennium? It was one of the crossovers that I had to read, and I'm just like, wow. I don't know anything about these people, but I'm gonna adopt some of these kids. Here they- here- here I come. Uh, he- so, um, he is- he's Al Pratt's godson, and also Cyclotron's grandson, because I think, um, uh, Al ended up, after Cyclotron died, Al ended up helping to take care of his daughter. Um, so presumably that's how he ended up as the Atom Smasher's godfather. Uh, it is very funny to me. Atom Smasher is a fun superhero name. It is very funny to me to have a superhero called the Atom and also a superhero called the Atom Smasher. And be like, uh, are, are we cool? Do you, is there <laughs> something? Do you want to talk about something? Do you, do you, um, do you want to, like, get something off your chest there, buddy? <laughs> um... He also, uh, has a biological son, um, who he was not aware of because his wife died while he was in the Hitler Ragnarok dimension. And terrible. Terrible. Yeah. I hate that phrase. <laughs> yeah, no, it's bad. It's all bad. Um, who, who thought that? combining Hitler and Ragnarok would be a good idea. I mean, it is very comics. I'll give them that. Um, so he was told that his wife was pregnant, but the baby didn't 
make it. And then it turns out that actually the baby did survive, but was kidnapped by Vandal Savage, who um, injected him with the DNA of like a bajillion other superheroes. Hold on, let me um, let me see if I can pull up this list. Okay, the heroes that Grant shares DNA with are Al Pratt. Jay Garrick, Alan Scott, Ted Grant, Carter Hall, Shaira Hall, Rex Tyler, Dinah Drake, Charles McNider, Ted Knight, Joan Dale, Johnny Chambers, Libby Lawrence, John Jones, Barry Allen, uh, Dinah Lance, Arthur Curry, Hal Jordan, and Ray Palmer. Incredible. Yeah, a lot of these people, like, don't have anything in their DNA that gives them superpowers. Like, the Green Lanterns, they just have- they get a ring. They get a ring. But, uh, he, uh, becomes the superhero Damage. Um, he is, uh, on the Teen Titans for a little bit, uh, working- working through- working through some of this stuff. But, uh, yeah, and then I think, uh- I think he also dies during Blackest Night. So, sorry. Sorry, Grant. Rip. Uh, there's also, um, so that, that's, that's Al Pratt, the original Adam. Then, uh, Ray Palmer. Um, there's, uh, very briefly, we mentioned while we were, um, talking about Ray, I think, um, when Ray, uh, finds out that Gene Loring is having an affair with another lawyer, and then he's like, boy, I really wish that was, that was the worst thing I ever found out about Gene. <laughs> he, um, finds out that Gene is having an affair with another lawyer, and, uh, they get divorced, and, uh, Ray goes to kind of, you know, find himself, and then he goes on an, uh, adventure in South America and discovers a tribe of tiny aliens. Um. As you do. While he's, as you do, while he's gone, he gives his like, Adam belt and costume to the man who Gene was having the affair with, um, Paul Hoban, um, who gets married to Gene at some point, but I don't, I don't think it's ever, like, uh, shown, like, on panel, like, if he actually, like, uses the costume or, like, goes by the Adam or not. Um, he just keeps it in the uh, closet. He just keeps it. It's very funny if, like, uh, Ray gives this to him as, like, you know, a, like, gesture of goodwill and, you know, to be like, I have to go, but somebody needs to protect Ivy Town, and I, I trust you to do it. And Paul's like, wow, man, that's really cool of you and then just like as soon as ray's gone he's like i don't i don't want i don't want to do this though i don't want i don't want to i don't want to be the shrinking man <laughs> but it'd be weird i can't give it back to him like he was like a huge gesture like it would be weird um so i sh i hope i hope no tiny crimes occur <laughs> in the near future and hopefully ray comes back <laughs> Cause I I don't I don't want this. I just went on the DC fandom database, and uh -huh. you know how they like have the thing at the bottom like related, and they tell you like appearances uh -huh. and images and quotations. Mm -hmm. Sixteen appearances, two images. This is all this website has. <laughs> That's all we could get of him. Um, there is. Also, Paul Hoban O2.jpg uh, is invalid or non-existent. You have one picture of Paul <laughs> <laughs> One single picture. Um, 
there's also, um, presumably while Paul is, uh, not really doing anything with his Adam abilities, um, Ray, uh, Ray is undergoing his whole journey where all of these teeny tiny aliens get wiped out by the government, and then he finds out that it's because the government, uh, wanted Ray to join the CIA and thought that this would help somehow. Um, it didn't. And that it, it didn't, it didn't at all. And then Ray shrinks the CIA squad that killed these tiny aliens and the CIA is like, okay, we'll just use these men that you shrunk to do all our tiny spying for us. Uh, and the shrunken men are not happy about this and want revenge on Ray. And Ray approaches a man named, uh, Adam Cray. Oh my god, wait, there is an Adam. There is an Adam Adam. Oh. I forgot oh. that his first name was Adam. Um, everybody was just calling him Cray. Um. Because otherwise it would be confusing. Otherwise, it would be extremely confusing. This Adam, Adam. Um, so Adam Cray is the son of a senator named Joseph Cray, um, who uh, Ray asks to become the Adam to help him deal with this squad of... Uh, tiny, uh, CIA operatives who are trying to kill him. Um, I don't, I don't know how they know each other or why Ray picks this man. Um, but Paul Hoban isn't doing anything. So Adam Cray steals the shrinky belt from Paul Hoban. Um, and, uh, he joins the Suicide Squad, and initially, like, he first shows up in Suicide Squad, and it's like, ooh, who's, is this, uh, is this guy actually secretly Ray Palmer? And then it's revealed that no, Ray asked him to be the new Adam, so that, Adam the Adam, uh, so that, the, uh, he could lure this group, the shrunken, the shrunken CIA operatives are called the micro squad, um, so that he could, uh, kind of, like, lure the micro squad into the open, and then in the meantime, Ray would disguise himself and infiltrate the micro squad, <laughs> uh, and they wouldn't okay. suspect it, because they'd be like, this new guy's the Adam. Um, but, uh, he is, uh, it doesn't last for too long. He's on the Suicide Squad, uh, for a while. And then he ends up, uh, being stabbed by one of the members of Micro Squad who assume he's Ray and want revenge on him. Um, and then Ray, uh, manages to, uh, manages to beat them. Um, and then explains this whole thing to the Suicide Squad and the Justice League and is like, sorry, a guy got murdered for my plan. <laughs> um, he does have, like, sort of a, a cameo in Rebirth, um, as Ryan Choi's, uh, roommate. Um, I don't, not doing any, like, Adam things, as far as I'm aware. Um, but they're just, they're just sort of buds. They're bros. They get to they play room video together. Games. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Ryan Choi just has a nice friend. And you know what? He's, he's earned it. <laughs> after, after everything. After everything he's been through. Um, there's also a, um, futuristic version of the Adam who, um, 
shows up in a uh, a crossover called uh, DC One Million, which is about um, a bunch of DC uh, superheroes in the 853rd century. Um, and uh, this for this is a Grant Morrison joint, I think. Um, Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, this, uh, version of the Atom is a scientist who, instead of shrinking, um, can separate into smaller versions of himself. Um, so you could have, like, one normal-sized guy or two half-size guys, etc., 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 or just a ton of extremely, extremely tiny guys, uh, who apparently, uh, can, at atom size, like, function as specific elements, which I guess is how atoms work, like, you have to be an atom of something, um, but I don't know if he breaks himself down into his component atoms, or if he can decide what the atom-sized versions of himself, what sort of atoms they will be. Um, I think there's also, like, some, uh, some, some various, uh, Elseworlds, uh, versions. There's, like, one where, like, uh, Ray Palmer is, like, a, like, a friend of Nikola Tesla. Good for him. Yeah, and there's one, uh, like, a, a sort of high fantasy, um, Elseworlds story where the Atom is a, a wizard. <laughs> um, I hope, I hope he's still, I hope he's a wizard who can get very small. That's, something about that is very delightful to me. Ooh. The idea of just a... A very wizard. small wizard. Yeah, it's it's really it's 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 really making me happy. Just the tiniest wizard imaginable. Wow. Um imagine not seeing anything and like assuming that there's a wizard with like greater invisibility casting fireball at you, but really it's just a very small <laughs> wizard. It's just so small. Um there's, uh, also, um, during, oh, cat wants to come in. Um, oh. in the New 52, um, there is a, uh, character named, uh, Atomica, who is a female sort of reinterpretation of the Atom. Um, her real name is, uh, Rhonda Pineda. She's also from Ivy Town. Um, I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta just put, uh, put someone in there. And she is a, um, she's on the Justice League, but she is secretly working as a spy for Amanda Waller, um, to report on what's happening in the Justice League. Um... And then, uh, is, like, shows being sort of, like, uh, somewhat reluctant to do this, maybe kind of, like, goaded, uh, into it. Um, and then it's revealed that actually, um, she isn't working for the Justice League or for Amanda Waller, and she's been betraying both of them. Um, because she's actually from Earth 3, um, where, uh, the, uh, the, the crime syndicate, who's, like, the, the evil Justice League from Forever Evil, um, she's from that Earth, and she's a member of the evil Justice League, um, and she was here to try and destroy the Justice League for them, uh, and try to kill Superman. Um. Good luck. 
Yeah, and she has a, um, like, a romantic relationship with Johnny Quick, who is the Earth 3 evil version of the Flash. Um, even though there's also a Golden Age superhero, Johnny Quick, who still exists, I, I think. Mean, and it's like, no, not that one. This is a different guy whose name is Johnny Quick also, but he's evil. I'm, it's comics. It's yeah. fine. It's, it, boy, it sure is comics. Um, and she, uh, I believe, um, is back, um, she shows up again after, um, Death Metal, cause Earth 3 exists again now, apparently, and she's still there, and she's still dating Johnny Quick, and, uh... Didn't she die at some point? She does die, I think, during Forever Evil. Um, Lex Luthor squishes her. Terrible. Such a Lex Luthor move. Stepping on a woman. It is a Lex Luthor move. (laughs) (laughs) Misogyny in action. Uh, unbelievable. Um, but she's, uh, she's back and she's, uh... Running around with Johnny Quick doing, uh, very fast, very small crimes. Well, she, large scale crimes, but. She is small. Performed by a a small woman. Imagine the velocity you could get at a very small size being thrown by a very fast man. (laughs) That's a great point. Honestly. Noom! All right, Johnny, I'm getting out of here. Toss me. (laughs) It's a real, it's a real fastball special. The rest of you guys don't even know what you're doing. Um, yes, so those, those are some, uh, some other various alternate atoms. And, and Adam. (laughs) There is one Adam. There is one Atom. Named Adam. I am so proud of the writers for making an Adam Adam. <laughs> uh, we all are. Truly what we deserve as the comic reading public. <laughs> Unfortunately, they just call him Cray. <laughs> <laughs> they had this idea and then they were like, never mind. I hate saying this. It's too confusing. He is simply Cray. <laughs> hey, this one'll just go by his last name. It's fine. It we can we can yeah. write it off as like cashing in on his senator father's name. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yes. I I did I did read uh I did read some comics. Oh um I saw on week. the Discord. <laughs> Yes, I saw in the Discord. Um, before uh, before we talk about those, we should probably touch on. Uh, there was some pretty huge news in comics. Um, that unfortunately for us dropped like five hours after we finished recording last week. Oh, um, God! For a second, I was sitting here like, what? big news in comics. I was like, are we talking about like the Dark Knights in Steel? Are we talking about <laughs> Robin's uh, what, limited what series? What was announced what in comics? Was announced this week? My mind is a smooth stone and I've already accepted that Tim Drake has dated a boy for years. Yeah, Tim Drake likes boys. He's always liked boys. We all knew this. The thing is, I was already operating under the assumption yeah. in my head and my heart that Tim Drake liked boys. So we it's all- just like, oh, yes, comics we- has seen and acknowledged the truth. We all knew that Tim Drake liked boys, but DC stopped being a coward and let him finally go on a date. Yes, exactly. Uh, but so, uh, yes, if you, uh, did not hear somehow, if you weren't 
one of the people like the host of this podcast who was texted this announcement by like five separate people. I woke up in the morning and I like look on, like I open up my phone and I see a Discord notification from a friend that's just like, just like, and I'm like, yeah. Dang, yeah. is Matt okay? Because Discord doesn't tell you if there is an image attached to this notification. Yeah. So, like, I click it to, like, ask if I'm okay, if he's okay, and it, like, opens up, and before, and I'm like, oh, okay, there's a photo, and then the photo loads, and I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I get it. I feel the same <laughs> as it turns out. I, uh... Um, but, uh... Yes, uh, Tim Drake, a Robin, currently one of two operating Robins, um, went on a date with a boy. He got to go on a date with a boy in, what is it, Urban Legends number six? Yes. (laughs) Which is apparently Um, sold out everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere on the planet. Good for Tim. I'm extremely proud of him. Uh, but, um, yeah, it is, um, pretty huge. I did see a very good TikTok, uh, that I'll put in the Discord if it hasn't- No, it- I saw it in the Discord. I saw it in multiple places. So I'm like, where oh, did I see one, it first? The, the, <laughs> the cute one with, like, Dick and, and Jason and then, like- yeah, Tim, Tim like comes up to them and oh they're my like, God, "Yeah, it's, yeah, no, it's we really, know." Really, really cute. And he's like, "How, um, how, how could you know?" And they're like, "Oh, oh, we're doing this. We're doing this, Connor." Um, God, <laughs> you've made your point. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> you've made your point. I get it. Stop, <laughs> please. Oh my God, it's so cute. It's. It's very um, brothers, and the that that TikToker has a very. I've seen a few of those before, and they have yes. a very good grip on the Bat family. <laughs> they really get it. They truly understand the appeal. Uh, but yeah, uh, this is a pretty huge deal. Um, given not only that. You know, Tim is a fairly high-profile character. Um, it's not just, you know, some, like... A fairly high-profile character, and yet mainstream news is like, Robin Gay. (laughs) (laughs) I know... Like, I know this is a very personal hill to die on, but I'm just like, listen to me. There's so many of them. Batman's sidekick comes out of the closet. <laughs> and it's like, um, there's <laughs> there's so many of the mainstream news. I saw one and I'm like, well, at least they did use a picture of the correct Robin. Yeah, exactly. It would have been very funny to me if they picked the wrong Robin. <laughs> I did see, um, I saw a Tumblr post that's like, Honestly, I hope this plays out the way it did um, when Jason died and, like, people who uh, weren't, like, had fallen off of comics or, like, weren't, like, very avid comics readers just saw, like, the headlines that are like, Robin's dead! And they were like, oh my god, Dick Grayson died! (laughs) Like, I hope this happens now. Like, congratulations to Dick Grayson for coming out. Congratulations to Jason Todd for coming out. Yeah, congratulations to Dick Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, Damian Wayne, and Stephanie Brown for all coming out simultaneously. Love wins. I mean, I I do want it to be like in the Robins miniseries that they're that was the one that people on Twitter voted for. Yes. And I do want it to be just, like, all of the Robins, like, oh, yeah, no, same. And it's like, oh, you too? Yeah, yeah, no, you you too? Wow. Yeah, oh, weird. So weird um, how this all happened. And then, like, it, and then it's like they talk to Bruce about it and he's like, yeah, um, 
Yeah, same. Uh, I think that might yeah. have been part of the found family thing we had going on. Um, anyway, <laughs> Clark's moving into the manor. Yeah, anyway, uh, sorry I wasn't better at talking about my feelings. Sorry. Um, sorry that I made any of you nervous to come out to me. I have been by this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have, like, uh, for a long time, I've, like, really, truly, like, held in my heart the concept of, uh, Tim, like, going on his, you know, sexuality, gender odyssey. And coming out to Dick, and Dick being like, oh, that's, you know, that's really great, and I support you, but, you know, it's like, it's like really normal to want to kiss your best friend. And Tim's <laughs> like, I don't know if it is. And Dick's like, huh. <laughs> it comes back a few days later, like, so I've learned something about myself. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway... <laughs> anyway, so we're both going through this together, as it turns out. Jason um, just off in the corner, like, stupid cop. Stupid. How am <sighs> I related to these people? Um, there's just so many very good memes about it. And then Damien's um, just like, I'm 12. <laughs> I, I'm a tween. Don't talk to me about this stuff. I, I don't want to know about any of you kissing any of your friends. I'm gonna go hang out with the Teen Titans. Goodbye. Maybe I'll talk to you guys in like five years. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe then we can have a whole conversation about this, but not now. Absolutely not. Uh, I, I think it's like, it's not only that Tim is like a pretty like, well-known and beloved character, but also so many people have headcanoned, like, Tim is gay for so long. Um, I mean, just look at him. Just look at him is the thing. Um, And that whole thing with Connor. The whole whole thing, everything about the thing with Connor, and even outside of the thing with Connor, like... I think that Tim is, like, kind of the queer-coded Robin, but, like, in a way that I don't know was necessarily intentional, but also that, like, resonated a lot with queer readers. Um, it wasn't just... <laughs> Everybody just looks at Tim and he's like, and they're like, yeah, yeah, no, this this kid gets it. This kid gets it, like, the very specific way that he's, like, sort of, like an outsider in, like, his own family and, like, his, like, introspective kind of, like, self-discovery stuff. Like, all red is very queer-coded without being, you know, comics queer-coded in a flamboyant way. Um, and, like, to the point where I think it was when New 52 was happening... They announced that a, like, an existing character was going to come out as gay. And everybody's um, like, Tim! Yeah, everybody was like, oh, it's gonna be Tim. Timothy! Um, and it ended, up, it ended up being Alan Scott, but, every, like, people were so sure. I mean... It was gonna be Tim. The groundwork was there. The groundwork was there, and finally, the groundwork has been acknowledged, and Timothy Jackson Drake is going on a date with a boy. Um, He's gonna have a great time, and I'm so proud of him. I'm so proud of him, and his just really nice, slightly boring-looking boyfriend. I mean, I, I mean that in the nicest way. I think Tim should just have an extremely regular boyfriend, at least for a little while. I mean, um, he's had so, like, let him have a normal, chill relationship. Please. Yeah. This, this, this poor boy who's gonna have to deal with Tim unpacking the entire Connor thing. Oh my goodness, when they, they'll have, like, they're, they're gonna have to have, like, a talk about, like, 
where they're at. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna... And Tim is gonna say so many words. <laughs> oh, that's... He loves... He... He... That boy loves to say words. Um, I'm also... I'm also really hoping... Um, because Tim's been uh, showing up a lot in the current Nightwing run, I'm like... Oh boy, if Tom Taylor writes like a like soft coming out scene with uh my two favorite brothers, I am gonna simply cry. Oh, I will perish. I I will be I will be perished from this earth. Um Ooh. But uh yeah, so uh Congrats to every Robin, the concept of Robin, um, on the concept on of Robin being inherently queer. In, yeah, uh, on being bisexual or however Tim chooses to label himself, if he does it all. Um, yeah, so many like headlines are like Tim Drake by, and it's like at all the panels that I saw about this. Like I haven't read the whole comic, obviously. It's sold yes. out literally everywhere. But yes. all, the all the panels that I saw about this, I'm like, it's just, he's talking about, like, trying to figure some stuff out, and then he wants to date this boy. Like, that's not a specific sexuality. Yeah. That's I mean, I was, like, I was talking to somebody about it, like, I feel like they would probably, like... I wouldn't be surprised if they kept it as sort of like, I'm not labeling things right now. I was like, yeah. And the, then, the like, like, we're not going to say it. Yeah. Um, I was like, obviously, he has dated girls several times in the past. And then I was like, but Richter also dated girls. And then was like, yeah, no, uh, I was actually, I was actually gay. And then I was like, but also, that was 2009, um, and Richter is a very different character yeah. than Tim is. Yeah, um, we're just gonna have to see how DC handles this. I'm yeah. not, I'm not holding out a lot of hope. <laughs> yeah, I but mean, hopefully same... the fact, hopefully the fact that this issue of comics is sold out everywhere means that they're not gonna pull like a haha JK. Yeah. Literally, no matter what they say, this did happen, and it was canon, and they can't take that away from us, and Tim Drake likes boys. Yeah. What Another thing that I was also thinking about it is I did look up the creative team for mm -hmm. this story, and, like, it's very much like the writer has, like, a, f a bunch of credits but is new to comics. The artist is new to comics and i'm like were y'all setting these people up with like your experimental tim drake dates a boy and if it goes bad we can blame it on them and never hire them again because that sucks that does suck i have to say um this is a tangent but i i left a bunch of time in this episode because i knew we had to talk about tim drake gay um, <laughs> i was wondering I yeah. was like, wow, short um, episode today. And then I looked back at the time and we've been talking about Tim Drake for like 15 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, so I was texting a friend who, uh, got very into Supernatural post Dusty oh, yeah. Gate. They, this is, the writer was like, an assistant producer or something for Supernatural and did do writing for Supernatural. This is a thing. Yes. The writer wrote for Supernatural and, um, has been seen on Twitter, um, faving people's Destiel tweets. Um. Good. So Incredible. they were like, yeah, because we were talking about that Misha Collins Destiel fanfiction thing. Um, I, I don't know if I'm happy or sad that I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, Destiel reached 100,000 fanfictions oh. on AO3. 
And yes, the first okay. person I to did tweet about it was Misha Collins. I did see that. I did see that, actually. But I'm like, did yes. he write? I Like, my brain went like, did he write a fan fiction? I, God. Do you um, think, he, not, to, would, not to derail, but do you point, think he has a pen name? At this Secret point AO3. in season 18 of Supernatural, um, it would not surprise me. Misha Collins, let everybody um, find Misha Collins's secret AO3 account. Uh, yeah, please. It has to um, exist, right? It's gotta. Uh, but we were texting about that, and I was like, oh, also, I don't know if you saw, but uh, Tim Drake came out, so like, haha, maybe Misha Collins is responsible for this too. And she was like, well... <laughs> Funny story. <laughs> the person who wrote that is a supernatural writer who's also a Destiel shipper. So in a way, yeah. Yeah. You know, kind of adjacently. Yes. Yeah. Um there's like 3 degrees of Misha Collins there. Yeah. There there he goes. Uh but anyways, Tim Drake likes boys. I did not read the comic where Tim Drake likes boys because it sold out everywhere and I should just buy it digitally um, so I could actually properly read it. I did read some other gay comics. Uh, you sure namely, did. Boy, oh boy, did I. Namely the volumes of uh, X Factor where Shatterstar uh, finally shows up and I was like, I've had some time to calm down about this, and then <laughs> it happened, and I was like, oh my god, Jesus Christ, I'm dying. I've had time to calm down about this. Surely this won't affect me intensely. Surely. Narrator voice. Surely. This was a lie. Oh, surely I can be normal about them kissing and gently touching hands and... Richter being tender with another human being for the first time in the entire run of the comic and possibly his life and I could I could not I could not be normal about it even a little tiny bit folks um they are in love I thankfully it um I mean not thankfully there a large chunk of both of these volumes was um Jamie doing stuff in the future, so there was less Richter Shatterstar content, and I wanted more of it, but also more of it would have crushed my bones into dust. Um, but Peter David's X Factor continues to be very good. Also, Longshot uh, is in it now, and I'm unfortunately incredibly endeared by him, and I'm like, oh, god damn it, now I love Longshot too. <laughs> My curse. Uh, but, um, anyways, uh, Tim Drake likes boys. Richter and Shatterstar are more in love than any two people have ever been. <laughs> Don't at me. Um, and, uh, just a, just, just a great, just a great old queer comics time. It was also free comic book day over the weekend. <laughs> It was free comic book day, and I had to go into work on Saturday. That's a huge bummer. Very, very sad for me. I'm so sorry. I dressed up as Luke Skywalker, and I took my nephew to the comic book shop for the first time. And unfortunately, wow. he did see a comic book with the Joker on it, and he was like, who's that? I'm like, that's the Joker. And he's like, oh. I like the Joker, and I'm like, no, do not do this <laughs> no. to me. And then the entire this day, the... the entire day, he would not stop talking about the Joker, and I'm like, please, kid, please, oh don't my do God. this to me. I At first, I thought that, because we, when we were in the comic book store, every time we passed the Joker, he's like, that's the Joker. And I'm like, it sure is, buddy. And then, like, I'm like, this is also the Joker. And I, like, point out the comic book next to it. And he's like, there's a lot of Jokers. And I'm like, yeah, some people would say too many. <laughs> uh, like, this we, kid's like, no. The we, right amount of Jokers. We move a little bit away. And he's like, I can't see the Joker. And I'm like, well, he's still over there. And he's like, hmm, 
I'm like, is is the Joker scary? And he's like, sometimes. I'm like, okay. Do, do you? I'm like trying to True. find out if he's like so fixated on the Joker because it like freaked him out, right? So I'm like, do you like the Joker? He's like, yeah, he's a bad guy. And I'm like, yeah. Uh oh. He's like, is he a super villain? I'm like, yes. He's, yeah. The whole time he's like. The, the jo- I saw the Joker. Like, my my mom asked him, like, how is the comic book store? And the first thing he said was, I saw the Joker. <laughs> and I'm like, I did not... <laughs> I did not show this kid my comic book collection to have him like the Joker. <laughs> I, d- I don't know where I went wrong. <laughs> this isn't what I wanted at all. Ugh. But God, yeah, I I did yeah. I did try to get his mind off of the Joker while we were stuck in the car because he just kept talking about the Joker. And I was like, "Who else <laughs> did you see? Please, anyone else?" He's like, "I saw Batman." I'm like, "Cool, let's talk about Batman." He's like, <laughs> he started talking about the Joker, and I'm like, you know, the Joker's a Batman villain, and Batman always wins, buddy, with the help <laughs> of his family and his best friend Superman. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, good, good, okay. Yes, on the right track here. All right. God, that's funny. Ah, oh, buddy. Yeah. I've never taken this kid to the comic book shop again, and I don't want him to see the Joker and talk to me about the Joker. (laughs) Gotta keep the Joker away from this kid. I cannot let this kid get, like, infected with the Joker. (laughs) (laughs) My own nephew. Enjoying the Joker? (laughs) No. Terrible. Not in my house. Absolutely not. I didn't read any comics, though. I picked stuff up, but I just, I, I, I was watching Fantasy High the whole time. <laughs> God, that's extremely valid. It's good. If you want good D&D content, listeners, uh, Dimension 20, Fantasy High. It's so good. I believe in you. Spring break. Uh, I believe in you. I believe in you. Spring break. Spring break. <laughs> All right. This episode was very right. short, and then we talked about Tim Drake for so long. Yeah, now it's long. Look at that. Amazing. Incredible. Once again, our our fixation on Tim Drake is our downfall. Um, <laughs> if you want to see news about people being gay in comic books, you should follow us. Um, we have a, a Twitter, a Tumblr, a Facebook and Instagram, you can find all those at Capes and Japes on your platform of choice. We have an email address that's capesandjapes at gmail.com. Uh, we have, as mentioned, uh, a Discord server where uh, you can uh, see that um, extremely cute uh, TikTok and also see me have a meltdown about Richter and Shatterstar. Um, and many, many other things on the Discord. Obviously, the Discord has been very excited about Tim Drake. Um, so if that's the kind of vibe you want to be part of, you should come hang out with us. Um, we have a Patreon. If you want to support us there, you can get bonus episodes, uh, watch stuff, help us pick what we talk about, um... We, if you can't do that, a way to support the show that is very cool is leaving a rating and review where you listen to it, um, telling a friend about the show if you think they'd be interested, and also just, uh, coming back and joining us and listening, as you have done once again today on Capes and Japes. So thank you very much for being with us. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And, as always, Batman beats up the Joker with the help of his family. (laughs) And his best friend Superman. (laughs) 